up, everybody? Welcome to the best goddamn day of E3 we've had so far yet in 2019. <laughs> is this the best day? I don't think this so. This is the best day. This is the best day. We are Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast where three lifelong friends talk to you about video games. I'm Chad Michael Ennis. That's Holden DePardo. Hi. And you're you, and that's why we fucking love you. Um, we've got four conferences we're going to talk about today. There were a slew of other ones that had to do with PC that no one gives a fuck about. Um, but we're going to start with Upload VR. We'll talk about the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. Then we'll talk about Ubisoft. And then we'll talk about Screenix. Screenix. Do you really think this was the best day of E3? I want to get that out of the way first. I really do. Okay. I I also didn't watch the Upload VR or the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. Uh, Neither of those have anything to do with why this is the best day. That I'm really surprised. <laughs> I'm like, it must be something in those events because Let's talk I thought about this day was a lot VR. worse than yesterday. Uh, so, Upload VR, this is the first year that they have held a VR focused thing. It was an hour long of VR games, um, and it was way too long, and it was not great. So, I didn't miss much. You did not miss much. VR is just so hard <laughs> to show in a 2D screen, and they did it for an hour. But interestingly enough, there's there's a spot later in the kind of funny game showcase where they did show off a couple of VR games, and actually the upload VR guy had a segment on the kind of funny thing, and and it was much better. I was like, man, where were those games during the VR showcase? They were at the kind of funny showcase. I am That's very happy that it exists because it kind of shows that there is a ton. There's a ton of support out there for VR content. Uh, there is. To, for me, it's disappointing. A ton of content coming out to like Oculus and Steam, but not coming to PSVR. There's uh, Lone Echo, and Lone Echo 2 is coming out. Echo Arena and Lone Echo 1 are coming to Oculus Quest, which is cool for anyone. No, apparently, those are two really great games, but they're Oculus exclusive for now. Um, so there's a lot of really interesting things that might be good, but we're going to have to wait for reviews. Um, but yeah, let's not talk too much about Upload VR, other than I hope next year that they improve a little bit. This is the first year. This is the first year. It'll get better as VR gets better. I mean, more games are coming out. That's true. Um, second, let's talk about the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. Now, you didn't watch the first showcase way back when, did you? I haven't seen any of the Kind of Funny Showcases. I don't know how many there have been. I know they do it, and I, I really love they do it. And I was about to say I support that they do it, but I don't support that they you do it. You literally don't. I haven't watched them. <laughs> yeah. I but I appreciate that they do it. I'll put it, I'll put it that way. Yeah. they. <laughs> this is their second one. So they, this is the second time that they've gotten around to just showcasing a bunch of... The first one they did was in place of Sony not having a, a PSX, and this time is in place of Sony not having a, an E3 press conference. And they'll release a new console if Sony ever stops making consoles. They'll just fill in every single niche that Sony doesn't That's right. anymore. And he, yeah. So Sony's not going to have a console next year. And instead, Kind yeah. of Funny's making a console. Kind of Funny was actually going to release Fantasy Star Online 2. But then Microsoft's like, no, we'll take that one. Don't worry. <laughs> Here's what I have to say about the Kind of Funny Games Showcase. I have to watch it all again. <laughs> there they stepped it up in terms of the quality of games that they had they had over 60 indie games in about 45 minutes um uh, so i was very surprised to see compared to the first one i was like wow there are a lot of games that i'm interested in in this one versus the last one I was like man this is kind of cool that these exist but i probably won't play any of these but i they were easily 12 to 15 games and i was like man i really want to play that game that looks super cool 
The problem is there were way too many games in that time period. I couldn't, con- you could only see each game for like 45 seconds each. And it, it, it was too much. And I didn't take notes, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to go back and watch it all again to find out which games I'm even interested in. And then it doesn't matter anyway, because I'm really going to come down to when reviewers on IGN or GameSpot or when Kind of Funny talks about these particular games as they come out as to whether or not I'm going to play them. It's actually interesting to hear you say that it was too rushed, there was too much content for a short period of time. I was listening to Kind of Funny's... I can't remember if they said this in the Xbox E3 review or the Bethesda E3 review, but I watched both of those today. And in one of them, Greg Miller said that... I think it was, it was Bethesda's, because Bethesda had a like a montage of, of indie content they were showing off or something like that, right. or a montage of games, and they just said, oh, that was too fast. Well, when are these people going to learn? I, and he, then he transitioned to, I don't want to be boastful or anything or compare us, but I feel like we really figured that out for this event, is how to show a lot of games yeah. in a short period of time, and sounds like that's not... The first one, the they case. definitely paced it very, very well. I really loved the first one that they did, but this one I do feel like... Each game didn't quite get their due. And they do. Uh, what I do love about each one is that every single game has a title card, tells you what it is, the, the studio that, that's developing it. He, he, that's what he called out as saying, like, this is one thing we're doing better that we think other people should adopt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think it moved to Devolver, where they literally had title cards and then, like, did something weird and goofy to block the title cards so you <laughs> couldn't see <laughs> what it was. <laughs> So I can't say too much about any of the games because I can't remember any of them because they went by too quick. So well, that's, I'm sorry okay, if you were really waiting to hear my opinions on that. I'll watch the event and then I'll we maybe could talk about it after our post E3 episode. Yeah, but that's yeah, also okay because yeah, yeah. I don't have much to say about them either because I didn't watch them. But I do have a lot to say about both Woo, the other events we saw today. You be soft, you be flaccid dick. I think this was the worst U- U- Ubisoft presentation I've seen. Ubisoft, I dude. Um, so Ubisoft. yeah, there were Ubisoft, there were a couple of announcements <laughs> that were worthwhile, but then the rest of it was like yawn, yawning. What, what were the couple of things? Watchdog Legions. Okay, Watchdog Legions. First of all, was an excellent showing of that game, very good, yeah. and made me excited for a Watchdogs game, uh, which I haven't been since 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uplay Plus was pretty good, and then Rainbow Six Quarantine sounds interesting. Yeah, that's, that. so that's an, a new new IP that they release. Even though I feel yeah. like Ubisoft is like Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Uh, it's it's all it's Tom Clancy's Ubisoft. Everything they have is, is Tom Clancy, based on the novel <laughs> Push by Sapphire, brought to you by Tyler Perry. Um, well, they're changing that. They have a new IP now. It's called Mythic Quest. And it's not a game. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Ubisoft. I, it's it's as I expected. Ubisoft has never been a great conference. It's always been like passable, but it's always been like middle of the road every single year. So I don't know. I thought this was pretty bad. So let's, I mean, bad. I was bored. We'll just say that. I was very, oh, yeah, bored. I was bored for a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, let's go from the very beginning because that Watch Dogs Legion's demo was yes. awesome. Let's talk it's, Legion. Just first of all, the concept's very cool. So there's no like central character in this game. That yeah. you're playing as. Yeah, you want to fix the problem of everyone hated your character in Watch Dogs 1? Cool, <laughs> you don't have a fucking character in this game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so basically how it works is you can't just immediately play as any random NPC. You probably start off as one person, and then you recruit other people. Right. And once you've recruited them, then either when you die or when you get in the bus to go home, you just 
go to another player and you're now playing as that other person in the world. And everyone apparently has a unique personality and a unique story, which I, I'm sorry, I don't buy that. There's no I, way they have a unique personality have for every single That's person. That's so crazy. Yeah, that everyone has this uh, fully voice acted. Everyone is yes. fully voice acted in the game. That, that, so, that can't be. That has to be insane. So, this is what I think it is. I think they probably have like a hundred really unique NPC characters, right? Yeah. Or like a big number, right? Like bigger than, than you'd expect normally. So it's still impressive. But then they have variations of those. They're basically just duplicates, kind of doppelgangers or variations that are around the city. So you might have like an archetype of like hacker. Okay, here are 16 different personalities that a hacker could have his voice will kind of be a little bit different across all of them but it's probably going to be a similar voice because we can only have so many people voice acting this game sure i think it's gonna be something like that but either way that's a really impressive concept and it based on how they showed off the gameplay in that demo it looks like it's going to be fun and it's it, it kind of cool to see how you might get into a bad, trouble situation you die and it's permanent death you're moving on to someone else now like i think it's gonna be kind of cool to when you die, say, okay, I need to go back and do that again, but I'm going to try with a hacker, like the old lady hacker instead, because I think she has better attributes for this mission. That's really cool. Yeah. And you can build up an entire army of old lady hackers. That's exactly what I wrote down in my thing. I'm like, oh my God. I really want to have just a crack team of elderly hackers like a, yep. as my group. That'd be awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. So there's like stealth, the people who are better at stealth, people who are better at controlling drones and might have extra damage for drones, people who are good at hacking from a distance, people who I'm sure are like better at combat and shooting. It's It really seems incredibly ambitious. Yeah, it does. I'm very, very excited uh, to see this. It comes out March 6, 2020. Um, maybe Ooh. that'll be overshadowed by Final, Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. It looks amazing. Um, yeah, do you want to move on to all the other stuff? Uh, yeah, Mythic Quest. So then Rob, uh, damn it, he said his name out loud, and that's the first time I've ever learned how to pronounce his name, and then I already forgot it. McElhenney? from Yeah, yeah it's, it's he's Mac. Mac Rob McElhenney. Rob McElhenney. Rob, I think it's McElhenney. Rob McElhenney. Apparently, Ubisoft is producing their Silicon Valley, but for video games. You nailed it, I think. We saw a short trailer, teaser trailer for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do love that it has Abed from Community. Very excited for that. Oh, I missed him. And Rickety Cricket from Sunny in Philadelphia. I just recognized um, the guy who plays Celieri and Amadeus was in there, and I'm like, I haven't seen him in anything in so long. No idea what you just said. You haven't heard, seen Amadeus before? No, I have not seen Amadeus before. It's a classic. It's a I've great I've played movie. music by Amadeus. I've sung music by Amadeus. It's a very, very good movie. I highly recommend it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Adventure Time coming to Brawlhalla. Again, I like Brawlhalla that it's like that indie. Like, there are so many indie people, like, all converging on that one thing. I like the indie-verse mm-hmm. kind of thing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Dog came on stage yeah, for so, Ghost Recon. So they, they talk about Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, which I didn't care about any of that stuff. But I think... I think Ubisoft has topped themselves in having weird things on stage, or at least in just any conference. There's cars, you've seen cars before, and they just had a dog yep. just sleeping. He's on, brought out a pit bull just, with good old yeah. Punisher, dude. And he's sleeping, he looks bored, the audience cheered, he'd like look up, and I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, what What was the point of that? That was very strange. Yeah. I guess there's a dog in the game as well, but... He didn't need to bring a dog on stage. I'm so con- so confused by the Tom Clancy games. Like, this is a new game, right? 
Yes. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint is a new game. I, I'm pretty sure it it's is a not new an game. expansion to Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. I'm pretty sure this is a $60 game. And now I'm looking it up because I've never really thought otherwise. I'm so confused by all of it. I, I, I feel like up until now I had thought that it was an expansion, but it's not Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands Breakpoint. It's Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. It- Get rid of Tom Clancy's. We don't need Tyler Perry Presents on the beginning of everything. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, so that's... Yeah, it seems to be just a straight-up new game. Okay. So that's a new IP, too. Well, th- they've been showing off stuff for that over the last couple of weeks. There's... Okay, so Splinter Cell made an appearance. Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell. Everyone's been <laughs> wanting a fucking Splinter Cell game for all time. And he made an appearance... As a character in a mobile game <laughs> where you can play as all the Tom Clancy people. Yeah, uh, so I feel like when they do finally announce a Splinter Cell game, they're going to say, so you've seen you know, Sam Fisher show up in Ghost Recon Wildlands. You've seen him show up in, in on, on mobile. Wouldn't it be nice if he showed up in a Splinter Cell game? <laughs> <laughs> and then they reveal it that way. Because... Yep. I'd be annoyed if I were a fan of Splinter Cell. All these rumors of Splinter Cell happening at this event. Just rumors in general that it's coming. Well, Walmart and Canada what... leaked it last year. Like, it was supposed to come out and be announced at E3 last year. Yeah. I'd be really annoyed if I were a fan. Because it's been a while. They're not going to not do that series. It's a big series. Yeah. I don't know. Very strange. And I... that game doesn't look that great. <laughs> The Elite Squad, the mobile one? Oh, no, that looks terrible. All the mobile games we've seen this year are awful looking. Yeah, I haven't seen one that looks appealing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not appealing, Dance Dance 2020. Just does Dance. There, uh, oh, yeah, Just Dance. Sorry. I did write Dance Dance in here. Um, Just Dance 2020 did their usual dance routine, but not at the beginning of the show that they usually do. They did it in the middle, which made it even worse for some reason. Because <laughs> you had already like written off the conference. It. You saw a Terminator, you saw the mobile RPG, you saw all the stuff you're not interested in, and then you had to sit through a dance routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, still coming to the Wii. Not coming to Wii U, but yeah. still coming to Wii. That's all right. <laughs> oh, people still have the Wii. It's still I know. Silly, there, are, obviously. there are 100 million of those out there. They got to. I wonder how on. much. Either I, I really have never touched a Just Dance game before, but I wonder if that controls their development in a way like oh we can't do this on the ps4 and xbox one versions of it because we have to make sure it also runs on the wii from a decade ago oh no i i, I guarantee you nothing holds it just... back i mean what else are you going to add to that game I, I wouldn't be surprised if it sells better on wii than anything else. yeah it probably because, does yeah but i Otherwise, mean like dropped it what other features are they looking to implement you're just dancing Good with the point. controller in your hand. That's it. I guess just crazy backgrounds and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I don't play those games. I have no idea. I just a thought. Oh, for honor update. Great. Don't give a shit. <laughs> Rainbow Six Caroutine was next, and cool little teaser. Then they talk about it. They're like, man, this game's gonna be amazing. Can't wait to show it to you. It's coming next year. Then nothing. Yep. Motorcycles on my end. Um. Yeah, this is another one of those Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six's quarantine. Uh, this is a brand new IP. Mm-hmm. Although similar to how Siege looks like a mode of a bigger game, this looks like a multiplayer mode of something that should be bigger. But it is a standalone release. It's coming twenty twenty. 
PVE three person, I think co op is what they said. They seem pretty confident in it. Yeah, I mean it does look interesting. Division two, uh, lots of new stuff. If you played Division, I realized sitting through this conference that I, in general, am just not a Ubisoft person. Yeah, none of their games are interesting to me. I, Mario Rabbids was dope. But I, I was interested in Assassin's Creed when the first one came out. But outside of that, I really can't think of another. You know what though? When Ubisoft I played Division with Tom and his friend for like four hours, I was really into that. And I was like, man, if we could find time to organize more like this, I would play it. But maybe it just all these friends, all these games, I think are just intended to be played with friends, and I just don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a movie coming. We already knew there's a movie coming with Jessica Chastain. And Jake Gyllenhaal, not James McAvoy. Um, you wrote James McAvoy, but it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, and it's coming nice. to Netflix. So there's a Netflix movie. Uh, great. Did they say Jake Gyllenhaal? Chris, they said. Yeah, they said Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. this is his second Ubisoft idiot. movie because he did Prince of Persia as well. <laughs> they just have him on retainer. Yep. <laughs> you play Plus. This is something that leaked uh, like a week ago, a week and a half ago. It is a PC streaming subscription no sorry pc subscription service not streaming uh 15 bucks a month gets all the you pl- all the ubisoft games including uno not including <laughs> dose though coming september for pc that was a great joke on my part that weirdly enough joke. that was that was i liked it a lot weirdly no, enough did. it was terrible <laughs> if you subscribe today you get it free in september when it launches I don't understand that. Do you get a month free? Do you get free? Do you get a free trial? When does it start costing fifteen dollars a month? It, I don't know. I don't know. But I think this was a bigger deal at their event. Yeah, this is one of their bigger announcements. It's also coming to Stadia. Coming to Stadia in twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. And this made me kind of go, "Oh, this is what Stadia is going to be used for." Because while I was watching this, I went. Like you just said, oh, I really haven't played a lot of Ubisoft games before. Um, or I'm not really, it's not really my style of game, but I'm also thinking I haven't played that many of them. Maybe I should try playing them. And it's like, well, if I could just put down 15 bucks and just try any one of them that I could, if I don't like them, bail on it the next month. I'm like, oh, but it's PC only. I can't do that. But it's Stadia. Now I can do that. It's that kind of compulsion yep. of like, ooh, maybe I should just try that out. Is now there. That's what Stadia is for. Yep. Interesting. And then a new IP called Roller Champions, which kind of looks like. The roller derby version of Rocket League, maybe. It looks just like Rocket League, it the does. stadium. It, it does. looks just like it. Uh, demo available on PC through Uplay. Uh, could be fun. I probably won't pay for it or play it at all. No, but they were really pushing They said, this is the most fun thing ever, and they were really pushing it. Yeah. And they didn't show that much gameplay. And I wish that guy again. did the, like, you know, beckon the audience to applaud for you. That guy did I that a hundred times. <laughs> I hate it. And then Gods and Monsters. Uh, I already forgot what this is. That was like the from the creators of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, it's the people turn to the gods for help. Who do the gods turn to? Bird people. <laughs> and then they started fighting. And that was it. So it was a little teaser. Another thing, too. It's kind of a theme for this event and for a lot of the events at E3 so far. Let me tell you this really cool thing. It's not that far away. Still not going to show you anything. It's right. great. Right, Gears Five. I promise, it's cool. Not going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> this game's not that far away, and it seems like it's a really new IP, and it's from a big developer that sounded like a great opportunity to have a really badass demo and drop the mic and end the show. 
But the only good demo they showed was, or the only real demo they showed was Legions, Watchdog Legions. Yeah, Watchdogs Legion. They successfully turned me around on that game. I have been down on Watchdogs forever, literally since time. Um, but they they have made me very interested in this game now, which I think yeah. they had a really impressive showing for the first hundred minutes. Oh. We forgot to mention they opened with a 45 minute long con- uh, orchestra of Assassin's <laughs> Creed game music to Assassin's Creed game montage that of things that are already out because they don't have anything new to announce. And I was like, okay. Okay, I'm done. Also, those violins were terribly out of tune. The sopranos <laughs> were super flat. It was awful. But Watch Dogs Legion? Yeah. That looks good. Yeah, that's that the was only thing. That's like one of my event. top five announcements. Of E3 so far. Yeah, it, probably in the same wheelhouse for me too. I haven't really thought about what my top five are yet. Nintendo might have all of them. Who knows? Uh, no, you already jizzed over Cyberpunk. But Nintendo could have an amazing event tomorrow. Well, that's besides the point. That's tomorrow. Do you want to happen today, Chad? Square oh! Enix had their events today. And this had a very similar trajectory as Oh, your notes for Ubisoft. this one are terrible. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. I did like huge space between everything. Um... The the event started off with a great demo, just like Ubisoft's, and then just fell from grace and never picked itself back up again. Look at that. Look at those goosebumps. Look at those goosebumps. Just thinking <laughs> about Final Fantasy VII again. Yeah, but that, that demo, holy shit. So for starters, they said it's, it's a two-disc experience. The first disc is Midgar, is yeah. kind of how I heard it. Um, and that's the first game alone is all Midgar, so it is going to be... At least two parts. They didn't really specify how many parts, but it seems like it's going to be like in Midgar than out of Midgar. Yeah. And that's, Although that's it, it sounds that's like it is all coming at once for one price. Why did they show any other stuff then? Okay, I'm very confused then. I took that as it's still two games. They said this is two games worth of content and that Midgar alone is a standalone game worth of content. That's how they phrased it. So that was kind of confusing. Right. I took it as it's not going to be just one game. But then everything after that still showed just Final Fantasy VII Remake comes March 3rd. I took it as disc one is Midgar. Okay. Which, I, if I remember, it's been a long time since I've played it. That's how it discs. is in the PS1 version as well, yeah. Yeah, the first disc is Midgar, and then you switch discs. And then, uh, yeah, my understanding was disc one is an entire Blu-ray filled with Midgar, and it is basically a standalone game from there. And then the second disc is the rest of the game. So they're like, Midgar is enough to be a game by itself. However, they didn't say this is two games. Here's they didn't say this is two games, but one. they said to, to phrase it, knowing how they've already announced this an episodic game, they have already announced it that way a while ago. But when they it still was haven't com- announced when they were farming out to a third party company too. Now they've completely brought it in house, but they've never once stated this is now a standalone game. Yeah, they've now said Midgar is enough content to be a standalone game. It's blossomed up so much. It's two Blu-ray discs worth of, worth of content. I wrote the note in here, two games, dot, 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 Midgar alone is just the first game, because that's how it seemed to be phrased to me. Yeah, I think I think it's Midgar is the first disc. That that was my impression coming away from it, is Midgar is the first disc, and it is okay. enough enough content to be its own game. I'm just doing a quick look up right now, because maybe they've commented on that after the event. You keep looking just at it. Really I will just not... keep remarking about how perfect this game looks. Yeah, so you go on and explain like the combat this system, because that stuff looked insane. Game. 
Ah, uh, they so they've taken a lot of cues from Final Fantasy 15 where you have your team members with you, your party members with you, and you can switch between them on the fly, but they keep fighting on their own. And then whichever one you're using, you can command them to use their uh, ATB, um, which allows them to use spells and their finishers and things like that too, and materia. Oh, God. Um, You can also... So your ATB also allows you to slow down the action, which makes it so freaking cool it's that bullet time um you can yeah switch between characters on the fly it just looks so perfect and then they showed like the first boss battle everything they showed was pretty much from the very first like 10 minutes of the game and they showed the first boss battle with cloud and barrett and i it it's perfect i feel like they stuck the the uh spirit of the first one's combat with the like it it's not turn-based, obviously. It's very much like Final Fantasy V in real time. But it's just its so good. Everyone, if you haven't watched it, shut up and go watch it. But I, it's perfect. It is my most anticipated game now for the next year. I don't remember anything else is coming out except for this one. <laughs> March 3rd. Every article I'm reading is still saying it's episodic in nature. This is Polygon right now today from an hour ago saying Final Fantasy VII Remake will be episodic in nature, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be a small game. The first part of Final Fantasy VII Remake will focus um, on expand the story of Midgard and take place across two Blu-ray discs. That's how they saw it. Um, that's interesting. Um, and then the original article that kind of started this was an article by Tom Marks and IGN um, um, on May 10th, where after that kind of trailer... Um, they reached out to see if it was still episodic because they were confused and Square Enix responded by pointing them to the press release from 2015 that in that press release says it's still an episodic game. I think it's still episodic and Midgar's only the first part of it. So you think what's coming on the third is only one part? It was only one part of it. But this is really confusing because I think there's a lot of... Their, their PR department seems to be telling journalists it's still episodic, but everything we saw in E3 and the um, at, at their event related to marketing materials like showing the logo showing the release date with the name next to the release date all just said final fantasy 7 remake it didn't say episodic didn't say part one didn't say anything along those lines and i'd be strange for them to then a year later say we're releasing final fantasy 7 remake 2 i'm i'm looking on the product page for amazon and it doesn't mention anything about this not being a complete thing yeah, they've but whatever they also it is, said that they've got to, is a complete thing. So yeah, they've got to get their messaging together. Yeah, because we're I think we're both confused, and I think we're both making good cases as to why it could be either way. Yeah. Regardless, based on what I saw, hell, I'll buy two sixty dollars games. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really does look breathtaking. I zoned out completely while you were talking about combat but I, I have the feeling that i, agree I see here that you wrote your... quote take my wallet and i'm really interested on why you no, feel no. that way as someone who hasn't played it before no no no. take my wallet was some of the audience just yelled take my wallet oh <laughs> really loud after that demo and i thought that was really funny but yeah i'm gonna get this for sure um this looks fantastic i actually really want to play final fantasy 7 uh now just to see how it is and compare it to the the remake that combat system looks m- very different than the Final Fantasy VII combat is before. I like that ATB system. That's really cool. The freeze framing to go through menu options just looks so cool with the um, the sparks from the gunshots. I don't know if you said that already, but 
man, that looks great. Yeah. Fucking titties. <laughs> um, that was easily the best thing that I've that was the best gameplay demo I've seen at E3 so far, and that's definitely up yeah. there with some of the best games I've seen so far. That really, really blew me away. I do wish they had held back the March 3rd, 2020 for not last night, but today. Because I feel like if they showed off all that gameplay and you start thinking as you're seeing it, oh man, like when's this coming? This looks like they're actually showing us a lot more than I would have anticipated, and then boom, it's coming next year, like less than a year away. Yeah. Awesome. The switch between the characters and the fly also looks pretty cool. And they showed Tifa. Everyone's been like, why haven't they showed gameplay of Tifa? Where's Tifa? Did they fuck her up? Tifa's there. So what's the deal with Tifa? Why is everyone so excited about Tifa? It's because they've shown everyone but Tifa and all of the thing, all the gameplay that we've seen so far. And like, why are they okay. hiding Tifa? Okay. Everyone was worried that just like they were going to fuck Tifa up somehow. <laughs> Maybe they are Antifa. Ha ha ha. Wordplay. The Antifa and Antifa. So I'm looking, that trying to see all of the pre-order descriptions on all the different sites. On mm-hmm. the GameStop one, it says the first entry in a multi-part saga, delivering a level of depth inconceivable for the original. Uh, blah blah blah. In the sprawling city of Midgar, an anti-Shinra organization calling themselves Avalanche. So this one does explicitly say it's the first part, but that's the only site yeah. I found. Best Buy does not. Amazon does not. Yeah, but we also really shouldn't be using Amazon listings or Game GameStop listings as like fact because right. anyone can really post anything to that. Um, yeah, I think we just there's probably going to be a push to get a confirmation on this. I'd imagine so. We'll probably hear ah, within a week from the Square Enix store itself. The same line, okay. first entry in a multi-part saga. Okay, Square Enix store is saying it. I that's. Much more legitimate. They they would make sure it's the right thing being said there. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, right? Yeah, so they got to message that better. They get. Yeah, they got to message that better. They also got to find a way to phrase Final Fantasy VII remake the name and kind of change the name a little bit so that it's clear. It's oh, no. a multi part deal because saying Final Fantasy VII remake is coming out on March third that does imply that it's that's it's both parts. Yeah. Without stipulating episode one or part one or something like that, chapter one. Or Final know. Fantasy VII Last Midgar. of Us did it. <laughs> Last, of us, Last of Us and did. then Last of Us Part Two. They didn't call it Part One. <laughs> <laughs> exact same thing. Exact same thing. Because I remember when they remade Last yeah, of Us. Yeah, Last from of the Us SNES. remastered. <laughs> See, you remember? Yeah, they didn't say Last of Us Part One remastered. <laughs> oh man! So that's really all that's worth talking about. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it really is though. <laughs> A couple. Let's. We don't have to talk about everything that happened in here. I don't want to talk about everything that happened because so much of it. There's I just don't so care many JRPG anime-looking games that all look exactly the same that got announced. Yeah, I really hope Trevor didn't jump through that window. <laughs> yeah, uh, a couple of a couple of cool announcements that were surprising. Last Remnant was rem- is getting remastered, and it's on Switch, and it's available tonight. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is coming. Dragon Quest 11 is finally coming to Switch. Available this fall. I think the classic mode is kind of cool, by the way. How you can kind of, it looks like the whole game you can just play in that 2D sprite. Yeah, so it's kind of, that's the 3DS version, and then you can swap between that and the yeah. 3D version that was on PS4. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Square Enix Music is available on music streaming services. That's been out for like a week. 
that trailer sucked. It's again just like I complained about last night. I hate trailers that be like, "Look at your mobile phone allowing the world to come to you," and like yeah. musicians start <laughs> coming in. Like they did. Like, oh, I hate those ads. They're so tacky. Kingdom Hearts Three still exists. <laughs> They're reminding you that it exists. Ah uh, ha ha! Very clever. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers that actually looked like a pretty sizable update. They said it's a whole new like RPGs game for the content. This is Dying Light two trailer. After that, it's still coming. Is it uh, spring twenty twenty? Um, Outriders. Outriders is the new the new game new IP from people not. Who- Oh shit! Uh, Gears. Uh, it was uh, Gears of War, Judgment, Judgment and Bulletstorm. And Bulletstorm. Yeah. And this is another. Fir- this is another third person action game. Or third, sorry, third person shooter. Um, we didn't really see any gameplay, but it's implied that it's in an. O- I-, I got the impression it's in an open environment that you can explore with your friends. You customize your own outrider. Yeah, kind of look the same to stuff. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so kind of got a third person Destiny kind of vibe from that. Uh, then Final Fantasy VIII. Final Fantasy VIII has never yeah. been re-released on anything ever, and there were rumors that they literally lost the code to the game. <laughs> Is that's that's really funny? Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's finally getting remastered, coming to PS4, Switch, Xbox, and Steam. They didn't give a date, did they? I don't. Think I, don't they did. I, didn't see, I didn't see a date now. I think it's funny that you predicted that every. <laughs> one except final fantasy 8 will be announced and they literally did just final fantasy 8 <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but i think you're really Crystal happy Chronicles. Way, <laughs> yeah i'm happy for final fantasy 8 final fantasy 8 is one of those that i i tried twice i only got like a an hour into it both times but just the card system for magic like being able to use magic is a consumable item it's a card you play a fire card a fire card and you cast fire and it's like, oh, oh. No, you can only carry like three or four at a time. I don't know. So I never really got into it. But I'm, I will download it just like I did all the other Final Fantasies and not get around to play it. <laughs> Gamers make the best financial decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I just want to support them so they do more things just like it that I can also never play. And then we get to the Avengers game, which you and Trevor were super down on, but I thought looked cool. I was I was super down on it initially, and as they started to explain the multiplayer aspects to it more, I'm like, oh, I get what this is. They started explaining the multi-year story and how it's going to evolve over time. Every year's going to be a new story. I'm like, okay, that sounds really cool. Everything else is going, yeah, I don't know. Third, third-person action game that seemed kind of generic, but we didn't really see too much of it. Again, just like usual, this whole event, this whole E3 so far, here's a cool game. You've been waiting for it. I'll tell you it's awesome. No gameplay. Yeah. It uh we saw so basically in the there are five characters it looks like you can play as his launch. My assumption based on what they told us is that there are two parts to this game. There's a single player campaign with five characters Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, and Black Widow. And my assumption is you can either switch between them on the fly, like Final Fantasy VII remake, or you'll play certain ones at certain points. The thing that makes me think you switch between them on the fly is the San Francisco Bridge, Golden Gate Bridge scene where they were showing gameplay from each person's perspective. It was like, you have to either be able to switch between them or they're making you jump between them very quickly in the story. I, I think what that was is they just wanted to show how you can play as the different characters, not necessarily all at the same time. But yeah. I think that what they were showing is that the characters were working in, in coordination with each other to accomplish certain tasks. What you're saying is possible, but I think that 
it's probably gonna be just you pick one hero so you can get good with that hero and then yeah. just ai will take over the other characters yeah i think that's and then that's i think there's a second part of the game i think there is an anthem type section of the game where it's a big open world and you go out and they said you can play as any of these characters four player co-op online we're going to be adding characters to it continually i don't think you can play through the campaign with those but they didn't specify but i think that there's going to be an anthem like oh let's go team up against this big bad or let's do this strike or this raid i think i think you're right but i think the single player is what you just described as well like i think that what's going to happen is there's going to be a being unoriginal here, there's an Avengers Infinity War story expansion releasing this year where Thanos is finally here and you got to take him down. That's the story of this year. And you can do those missions solo. You can do them with friends, but it's going to be like raids. It's going to be like that, but it's, it, they're both the same mode. You the can reason, drop... The reason I hesitate to think that is that they mentioned they're going to be dropping new characters and new uh, environments. Regions. Yeah, they said the, regions, yeah. Yeah, regions. They're going to be dropping those periodically. They're all free. But from the cutscene that they showed between Troy Baker, the Uncharted bros, Troy Baker mm-hmm. and Nolan North, as uh, Tony Stark and... Um, Cap- no, not Captain America. Uh, Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that they're going to go through and re-voice act and redo all of those depending on the character you choose to play at that time. Or add that, like if I choose Ant-Man later, I don't think they're going to rework Ant-Man into all of those cinematics. No, but if they add Ant-Man, it's because he's a part of that year's story. And so they'll have cinematics include Ant-Man because he's a part of that year's story. But that's going to be like a separate chapter. You pl- so there is a campaign, yeah. and then as they add characters, you get to play like an expansion, but not the original campaign. Yeah, they said, that they said it's a multi-year story. So you know what's coming out summer 2020 is the first story of the Avengers, like a comic book. It's an ongoing story and evolves over time. Year two is a different story. They'll introduce new characters for that story because it involves something where they need Ant-Man's ability to grow tall or something like that. Um, or it's a part of like the quantum realm that, that Ant-Man's world has access to, like something like that. Um but again, I think it's still going to be the single player, and I think that the region... All right, I'll put it this way. When you're looking at the Golden Gate Bridge sequence, it really looks like a Uncharted-style action game where you're going through this very choreographed, staged level, working through to get to the other side of the bridge, right. you finish the level, cutscene ensues, and then like the next thing will happen, so on and so forth, like Uncharted games. Um, Regions is the only thing that would make me feel differently about that, because the region does apply to something a little bit more open, but they could just say regions because like now they're adding in, I don't I don't know like Asgard or something like that. That's the new region, but really it's it's a choreographed level that you're kind of going through with your friends as a part of that story. So in this hypothetical, if I choose like download pack one comes and I choose Ant Man, do you think I won't be able to play the first story as Ant Man? I think what's going to happen is, like I said, all these AI characters, right? Yeah. If you're if you're playing Ant Man, then the other AI characters will AI will take over for the other characters. So when you get to that cutscene, because you're playing an early story, like a year one story, and Ant Man wasn't supposed to be there, you're just going to see that cutscene play out as Bruce Banner and and Thor talking to each other. Maybe like they can get it so Ant Man's character model is standing in the background, but. It's going to be those two characters talking because in this story, those two characters are talking at this point. Then if like maybe Thor's on a big part of year two, you still want to play as Thor. You can still do that. But Ant-Man's important in the story, so he's going to talk more in this story. 
Like imagine, oh, seems imagine key for me. I think it's really going to be like, hey, this is the new Avenger story. This one's Age of Ultron. This story this year is Infinity War. This yeah. story this year is Endgame. And I think it's going to be like that, and they'll introduce kind of new characters throughout. That's what it seems like to me. And then the gameplay they showed off just seemed very linear action game. I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's a very linear action game. Um, I didn't get the impression from the Golden Gate Bridge thing they showed off that it was this open experience. Yeah, I think I got something from it too. I I do think that we're going to see gameplay of this probably this week, though, because they'll have interviews. I think they mentioned they're going to be showing. They have playable demos and stuff like that. So, I mean, they're going to have gameplay you can see on YouTube probably tomorrow, if not already. There is PS4 exclusive content for it. You get early beta access and whatever unique benefits means. Um, Yeah. A couple other things. Uh, Every new hero in region is free. No loot boxes. No uh, pay to win. Um, coming to Stadia, Xbox, PS4, and PC. Yeah, I'm excited. 2020. I think one thing that this game, actually everything that I've seen so far this E3, I'm surprised by how much I'm ready for next-gen character models. Like, yeah. I, I think I play a lot of ps4 sony first party games so like they are intended to take full advantage of that hardware so i see a lot of really great looking like like kratos and god of war that whenever i see a multi-platform game like this or like watchdogs i'm like oh these character models don't look anywhere near as good as what i'm used to i'm ready for next gen just for updated character models oh yeah well it's like you start off the final fantasy 7 demo and you're like this could be next gen it looks that good <laughs> yeah yeah like those character models look insane and then you see thor and you're like no exactly yeah you see thor's hair and his beard and you're like woof (laughs) this is the company that came out with the tomb raider definitive edition and one of the selling points was we have a new hair physics engine look at how good the hair looks and you see (laughs) thor and it's like whoa his hair (laughs) that was one thing that was kind of strange too and this is a stupid thing to be like oh jarring uh robert downey jr wasn't Iron Man. Chris Evans wasn't Captain America. Like they were their like own. It. it took me. It took me a second. At yeah. first, it was kind of like, oh, these aren't the people that I know as these characters. And I kind of like it, and I like that first. they didn't even try to like get close to. It's probably a smart idea, not yeah. To. Yeah, they didn't try definitely... to like make them look similar enough, and then put somebody else's voice in it. They're like, oh no, these guys have different hairstyles, different facial, uh, yeah, styles, like. Not a facial style. Different face. <laughs> yeah. I really want to see how these characters play as well. Because I'm thinking the whole time, like, Thor sounds great. Captain America sounds great. Hulk sounds great. You know, they, these characters are really strong and powerful. Who's going to want to play as Black Widow compared to the other characters? Are you kidding me? Black Widow is badass. But you have these superpowers with everyone else. And Black Widow is she's just... Black Widow is all the gadgets. Daily. I guess I'm not a gadget person. I'd rather have... Okay, Holden. As, okay, we just started things. playing Borderlands 2, and you could have chosen someone who builds, like, crazy mech <laughs> robots, someone who has space powers You're that holds things. You're comparing Borderlands to a superhero game. Somebody I that want, can hold out, superhero that can game, throw out double weapons, play as a superhero and you chose powers. the boring-ass commando who just shoots gun <laughs> and has a turret. Because it's a shooter, <laughs> and that's how I want to play the shooter. I did the same thing with Mass Effect. I just want to play the game as a shooter. Everyone has all now, these powers. <laughs> but in Marvel uh, Avengers, I'm playing as a superhero with superpowers. I want superpowers. 
Iron Man I feel like superpowers. Black Widow's going to be like the, the short straw. You do the short straw, so you have to play no, as Black Widow. you're going to have a ton of cool-ass gadgets. I can't All right, we'll wait. see. This is, this is what I'm saying, though. This is why I wanted to see the characters in action, because now I'm thinking, why would I want to play as Black Widow compared to the other characters? Have they shown some of those gadgets? I don't know. Is she, she going to have gadgets? We didn't see anything. You saw nothing. Nothing Oh, she's going to have gadgets, Kuh. She's going to have gadgets and right, acrobatics. Um, this is not, it looks like, part of a larger Marvel gaming universe. No. So, like, this does not tie into Spider-Man. It doesn't look like it ties into Iron Man VR. It doesn't look like it ties into Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, so these are all separate standalone things, which I also it's think I'm okay fine. with. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fine because it would be incredibly difficult to say, hey, have a insomniac make a spider-man game where spider-man looks and feels and plays and controls a certain way and then yeah. they all get together for an avengers game and oh my god what happened to spider-man like he doesn't control the same way at all this is terrible yeah also a spider-man game is gonna be different than an avengers game it'd be kind of it'd break the experience if you could just you know use your web and swing around everywhere in a game that's not designed for it well you can fly as iron man everywhere I'm not saying this game isn't like that. I'm just saying if a game is not designed for that, but there's an expectation that, it's, that the previous games were designed for that, you're going to run into an issue. Well, I'm saying, like, I don't even think you're going to run into areas where, like, you run into the same Peter Parker or, like, there are references to it. Because, like, the Avengers Towers are very different. The Iron Man I, both is a different voice actor. Like, I think these are just going to be yeah. two completely, like, not even Easter eggs of each the, other. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying they couldn't do that because just the game mechanics would be incompatible. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to have game mechanics to have Easter eggs, Holden. Okay, you don't I, have to play as you don't have to play as Spider Man to Chad, see I that character are, show up. Chad, I think we are talking about two different things. We are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is one of my top five things from this E3 so far. Really, Avengers. Yeah. Interesting. I yeah. was kind of let down by it. I really wanted to see more to really fully understand what it is. I feel like we have a lot of questions. But yeah, they spent I mean, so is, much time talking about it. It is coming a year from now. And yeah. with everything else that's coming three months from now, we're not seeing... I feel like that's more important to find out stuff about instead, so... Your mom. I don't know. Like they showed off... I mean, they're different teams showing off their games. They're going to do it differently. But I feel like Final Fantasy VII, I know what that game moment-to-moment is going to look like. I don't know what Avengers is going to look moment-to-moment. That's pretty important. So, Your mom. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. That wraps up day three, our next to last day of E3. Um, mm-hmm. Check back tomorrow for our thoughts on Nintendo. And then next week on Tuesday, we will have Steve and Dutzman and Jerrica Hanna back on for another episode talking about a wrap up where we kind of just debrief the whole freaking week yeah uh i don't think i have anything else to say you don't have anything else to say uh i just think this is a really uneventful day there were really two things that i saw that was like whoa cool that's that's great and that was watchdog legion and final fantasy 7 watchdog Every, legion, everything... final fantasy 7 avengers Boom, everything Shaka else Khan. was kind of eh. compared to yesterday we saw like Exactly. Okay, yesterday we exactly. saw the, the Fallout 76 <laughs> stuff, which I downloaded the trial today. Been playing Fallout today. 76 stuff looks stupid. It that's the exact things that people were complaining about. That I actually, it's that's the stuff that's compelling me to play the game. 
Um, so to me, it was a big thing. Um, you had Cyberpunk, which was awesome. I mean, Cyberpunk Elden Ring, was dope. Elden Ring, just knowing it's real, awesome. On board with that. Um, then you're gonna have Doom Eternal being shown off was great. Loved all that stuff. Doom Eternal was wonderful. I gotta go back to my Microsoft notes. Oh, I deleted them. Damn. There nope. was other stuff that I was excited about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, tune in tomorrow. Everyone, we love you. Thanks for listening. Oh, Ghostwire Tokyo. That was another one. Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, whatever. Bye. <laughs> Just saying, better day yesterday. It was a better day. <laughs> no, today was best. Final Fantasy VII happened. <laughs>